0: College football experience, UTSA Roadrunners, 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet, and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to slash WinBet. That's sports dot com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today we also brought to you by run your pool. Yes. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor to get your free entry in our NFL survivor contest. First place gets $500 cash and a $250 gift card to the brand new SGPN merch store. So do that thing today and let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes. 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 Woo. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. UTSA Roadrunners 2022 season preview episode. Meep. Meep people. My name is Kobe swinging. Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick! He was
1: raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I
0: smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) Ho 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 ho! always fun talking UTSA. UTSA is exactly what I want. A lot of universities to do. They're a perfect example of uh, just starting a brand new football program, not that long ago. And now look at them rolling. I am joined by a, I've been wanting to get this guy on the show for a while because I feel like he's on the same level when you're talking college football, you know, we can talk about backup punters going on at uh, Holy cross. I'm sure. But uh, he hosts the, uh, the coastal covers podcast, which I strongly recommend. Check it out. Give it up for Mike. How you doing, Mike,
1: man, same thing. It is awesome to be here today. I remember a long, long time ago, I stumbled across a little podcast called the uh, sports (laughs) gambling podcast. Real simple, two dudes, Ryan and Sean, talk about sports gambling, mostly football, and every now and then they had a guy named Colby D. They called him the Base. and I was like, <laughs> holy shit, this dude actually knows what he's talking about. It's insane. It's not Corso, just fumbling around with a mascot <laughs> head, and then came the college football experience. I'm like, this is great. Pick Dundee happened. The rest is history. Now, here I am, excited to be here chopping it up about the road runners, brother. Thanks for having me on, dude,
0: anytime, man. We've come full circle. And like I said, guys, check out the coastal covers podcast. Cause the, 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 just, I've only had a few conversations with Mike, but I know game recognizes game. I hear it and I go, <laughs> this dude knows what he's talking about. All right. He knows what he's talking about. You can't fake certain things. So excited to have you here. Let's just talk for a second about this program though, because they're, they're kind of one of the more interesting Programs, I think, well, first off, if you, if you look at spring leagues, it was the AAF not that long ago, even the original world league in 91, San Antonio's kind of had this thirst for football. I feel like, and you you look back and uh, this program was started in 2011, 2011, this program started Larry Coker was the, was the head coach. And you know, they're a perfect example to me. I, 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 I lobby for George Mason to get a foot. I, I grew up close to George Mason, the DC. I grew up in the DC area and, and with the Redskins no longer being the Redskins and what Dan Snyder has done to that franchise. It is a thirst. Like, like they, that whole city loves football, but there's, they, there's nothing. Maybe the Ravens, I think people are turning into the Ravens or something. Maybe the XFL team, uh, whatever they call themselves now, either way this is a perfect blueprint of what throwing some money behind. And, and look, I'm not just saying this as in like, Hey, just support football. Cause we love football. No, they're going to get there. This is a smart business model. I believe uh, you look at what's happened here. Coker year two of the UTSA program. He went eight and four uh, in, in the Western athletic conference. That was uh, not in the, uh, in the FBS, I believe. So then they jumped to the FBS seven and five. Four and eight, three and nine, six and seven. They switch. I mean, they're in the Frank Wilson era, and then they kind of struggle in the Wilson era. Two kind of bowl-eligible seasons, uh, six and five in 2017 didn't get him into a bowl, but it did in 16. Then 18 and 19, the wheels kind of come off. Three wins, four wins, and then Jeff Trailer is hired as the head coach of the Roadrunners. And man, I'll be honest, he made me look like a fool in year one. Now, Year one in 2020, COVID year, he goes seven and five. I was on the under in UTSA that year. And and you know, I watched them and I go, dude, this guy's pretty good. And then last year I did lock up the over, so it treated me well when they went twelve and one. What do you make of this program, man?
1: Yeah, man. I, I mean they came up, you know, already in 2013 they went seven and five. Like you said, they were already pumping out talent like uh Marcus Davenport which the dude was just a blast to watch. Ridiculous. And now, like like you said, I mean, last year that they, I, I was on the same thing. I was all over this team last year. I thought they were going to be really good. They even surpassed my expectations. And I think it says more that Jeff Trailer and this staff stuck around this year. I mean, you had two Texas jobs open up uh, TCU and Texas Tech. Are you telling me neither of those guys came calling with what Jeff Trailer did?
0: I actually yeah I I believe they did come calling because I think mm. he re-upped with UTSA and I, I I don't have the quote in front of me at the moment but I believe he said something like they took the chance of investing in me so I'm gonna invest in them and I thought oh man I love this program I love where it's headed like <laughs> st- I want him to stay the quote like Peterson did at Boise for such a long time because 12 and one a season ago uh I mean a pretty impressive performance by Jeff trailer. Now we hop into uh, this season and, and obviously they lose their offensive coordinator to the fighting a lion. I, but they do have eight starters back. They break in They're They're going with the two quarterback or the two, no, the two quarterback, the two offensive offensive coordinator system, which is always interesting to me. I always, sometimes I believe you can have too many cooks in the kitchen, but maybe trailer knows what the hell he's doing. I got no reason to, to doubt him he's 19 and seven in two years in San Antonio. Um, but the new OCs will Stein and Matt Maddox uh, eight starters back. as I alluded to, to inheriting the 11th best scoring offense in the country, 43rd best rush offense, 43rd best pass offense. You want to talk about balance 34th best offense in the country. And they bring back eight starters. Like I said before, Frank Harris, He's back at quarterback. Now the running back pos- position, since McCormick's gone. He's a he's playing Pro Ball. But man, they landed Traylon uh Traylon, was it Traylon Smith? I'm drawing Traylon a Traylon Smith. Yeah, Traylon Smith yep. from Arkansas. Uh getting him. They also have a Juco transfer in Ty Edwards. I think the backfield uh is pretty it's probably gonna be on par. I know McCormick was a baller, but I think it's gonna be on par with the season ago. They get three starters back at the receiver position and Joshua Cephas, Zakari Franklin and DeCorian Clark. They are breaking in a new tight end and Oscar it's it's projected to be Oscar Cardenas. But four or five on the offensive line, dude, this offense is going to be rolling again. Even even with two new coordinators. What do you think?
1: No, I think the same thing. They bring back uh all their backup running backs from last year. And what I what I really liked about the the chair, Traylon Smith get um, he had actually decided he was going to transfer to TCU and Jeff Trailer talked him off that and brought him over to UTSA, which I think is absolutely huge. Um, the dude had 1300 yards and 10 TDs over, uh, over two seasons in Arkansas and averaged over five yards of carry. So I think it's going to be plug and play with this dude. I think he wants to play um, the offense. You mentioned all the returning talent, nine of the slated starters are seniors and the other two, the red shirt juniors, Tons of experience, like you said, with the O line, they're solid. I, I see no reason this team's going to take a step back.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be interesting to watch the offensive coordinating situation if they become more of a run team, more of a pass team. Because they were, I couldn't believe those numbers that I pulled up: forty third rush offense, forty third pass offense. Talk about balance, people. On the defensive side of the ball, Jess Lope is the uh, defensive coordinator, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, 50th in scoring defense, 14. In rush defense, but if there's one area really to improve this defense, 105th in pass defense a season ago, charting at 58th overall, they bring just one of three back on the D line in Brandon Madderson, uh, which makes you wonder if that rush defense can stay at that elite level. They are returning two of three in the linebacking core, led by uh, Trevor Harmison, uh, and just two of five in the secondary, led by Corey Mayfield. Also breaking in a new kicker, but returning the punter. What do you make of the defense?
1: Yeah. I mean, one thing about trailer too, uh, this team had the first, uh, they were first and fewest penalties per game in the conference USA, number one in turnover margin. So I expect discipline on both sides of the ball still on defense. They do transfer in a uh, D lineman from uh, LSU. So that's going to help out a lot. 10 of the 11 slated starters are all upperclassmen. The kicker situation, um, that kicker from last year, uh, Hunter, Hunter, dupless sis, uh, kind of a tricky name to pronounce, but, uh, he was actually first, first, uh, first team all conference USA, but they did bring back Jared Sackett through the portal who, um, he actually started his career with UTSA. He wasn't bad. He went transferred to Arkansas, then transferred to USF down here by me. And now he's going back. So he's familiar with the team, familiar with the environment. Um, I'm expecting big things, man. I mean, they brought in another cornerback from West Virginia. Uh, I know you're going to hit the portal. So uh, a safety from uh, DBU LSU. I, I like it. I, th- I think they're going to be fine. They do got to shore up that pass defense
0: though. Yeah. Cause I think the schedule's a little tougher we're going to get to the schedule. We're going to get to the transfer portal. We're going to get to what La- La- Las Vegas expects, by the way, if you're not watching on YouTube, you should be, because you can see what Las Vegas expects. Subscribe to the college football experience on YouTube at youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, we're going to get to all that though, but first I got to get us paid. I want to tell you folks out there that the UTSA road 2022 season preview episodes brought to you by WinBet. bet, bet a hundred dollars at WinBet, and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports win com slash WinBet bet at sports gambling com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by run your pool, head over to sports slash survivor to get in our free free. It's free to enter uh, our NFL survivor contest. First place gets $500 cash in at $250 gift card to the SGPN store. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yeah, Odds Trader. Probably wondering, hey, what the hell is this? Well let me tell you, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, weather for betters, you know, that make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. And that's one of my favorite things. Cause you get into like November, you know, uh, I know me and Mike will probably have this problem where you, you have a few bets going on in college football. You got a few bets going on in the NFL. You got a few bets going on in college basketball and, and, and maybe NHL. I don't know, maybe NBA. I don't, I don't know what your cup of tea is, but uh, this happens where I'm just like, I'm unorganized. And then what's great is this organizes it for you. Reminds me, wh- reminds you what's going on, what you got action on. So uh, go to oddtrader.com trader.com slash blue wire. Odd Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Uh, we're also brought to you by uh sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. Yes. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do, but they have a brand new over under game. That is fantastic. First in any sport, you can choose two or more players you like, and you pick the over or the under on their stat projection. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. And with NFL season right around the corner, sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. So right now, what are you doing on your mobile phone? Join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that is sleeper.com slash SGP. And you get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. And last but not least, we are brought to you by a couple more Trade Coffee. Yes, Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. And let me tell you, uh, it's expert tasted. They have a team, and what a job this would be. Uh, they taste test thousands of coffees every day. All right. I mean, I don't know about a thousand a day, but they have over 450 different kinds live, ready to ship out. It's fascinating, right? They're just professional coffee tasters, right? Uh, there's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And they have this, tr- this uh, human powered algorithm over at trade that will match and find you the right coffee for you. Uh, my brother got this. He loves it. I, I can't recommend this enough. Uh, so right now trade is offering new subscribers, a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free people. That's like a thousand dollars at Starbucks. All right. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. We're also brought to you by Dave. Yes. Dave is the banking app that can help you get $500 instantly. And I'm going to be honest with you here because we've all been in a jam. All right. I will tell you my own personal one. I was 18 years old. I went to Cancun, got absolutely hammered, spent way more money than I anticipated. And I had about uh, 10 days still left. And I said, huh, this is impossible because the peso is so low. How did I spend this much money? Right? <laughs> but it did happen. It did happen. And, uh, you know, you got, it's, it's, it's embarrassing if you got a call back to mom or dad or your brother say, dude, can you, can you do me a solid? I will get you more money when I get back home and start working again. But that happens. It happens in life. Well, you know, you can avoid the embarrassment by getting Dave. All right. And what's great about Dave, like I said, it's a banking app that can help you get $500 instantly, but they also, there's no interest. There's no credit check needed. So if your credit's been destroyed by decisions decisions you made in maybe your early twenties, teenage years, this, this thing has got your back. All right. There's more money to fill your tank buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills, whatever the situation, when you're in a jam hit up, Dave, download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com legal instant transfer fees, apply banking provided by evolve member of the FDIC. All right. We are back talking road football. You know, I'm excited for this season. I mean, I was really excited to watch them last year. Now the transfer portal, we got to get to this because uh, I actually think they did quite well in the transfer portal. Let's get to it. Uh, Mike alluded to this defensive lineman, Joseph Evans coming in from LSU. One of two guys from LSU. Also safety Quentin cage coming in cornerback, Nick Troy, uh Nick Troy Roy Fortune uh fortune. He is a projected starter for UTSA as well. So great get. He comes in from West Virginia, Traylon Smith, which I alluded to, who, like I said, kind of jumped off screen for me uh, at Arkansas the past couple of years. He's in there. He's uh, penciled in as a starter. Wide receiver Chris Carpenter comes in from the Colorado Buffaloes. Offensive tackle Payne Abair or Hebert, either either or, coming in from Northwestern. Kicker Jared Sackett, which Mike was talking about before, he's coming home, homecoming for Jared Sackett, and cornerback Tony Wallace from TCU. That's what they're bringing in. Uh, now, what I gotta—it's 2022. Uh, we gotta grade this thing because it's batshit crazy. But I gotta talk about. What they lost because you know, that these teams it's this isn't like 10 years ago, man. You know, this it's it's like a uh, I compared to like the 405 freeway out in LA here on a Friday, it is just bananas of who's coming, who's leaving. Um, but I, I think they got some great gets, but I got to get to what they lost. Tight end Allen Horace he went to the to Samford says, Fuck it, I'm going to the FCS. Uh, then we got uh, safety Jamal Sam in the portal. Wide receiver Gregory Clayton in the portal. Safety Sean Barry in the portal. They lost quarterback Lowell uh, Narcissi, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. My apologies if not. He went to Nichols in the FCS. And uh, offensive lineman Monty Williams went to Tyler Junior College. I think that's in Tyler, Texas, where uh, Larry Johnson, the former UNLV running rebel, went. Quarterback Jordan weeks hit the portal. That was actually last year. Actually, that was in September last year. So uh, I would say they definitely won the transfer portal. How about yourself?
1: Yeah. So for one, <laughs> I remember uh, listening to segments all the time with you uh, going over these names and, and butchering <laughs> them and I'd be laughing, you know, I like, man, Colby's crazy. He can't hit these names. And now I started doing my own podcast and I, like, sometimes I'm like, Bro, it's a five letter name. Like I gotta get this. Like you did a Pain bear, but like, like I don't know how to say that. He threw an apostrophe in the middle of it. How am I supposed to get this? Dude, you, you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, you know what I've noticed too is that the announcers can get it wrong. Like yeah. La- Lance Leopold. I've had so many Kansas and Buffalo fans <laughs> hit me up over the year, over the year saying, dude, you're saying it wrong. Cause I would say Leopold right. And then I'm dude, like, dude. <laughs> so then I switched to Leopold for like an episode. And then I watched like uh Kansas or Buffalo game, whatever. And then, and then the announcers are like, yeah, Lance Leopold. So I'm like, all right. So that <laughs> fan was wrong. The announcer should probably know he's probably interviewed him, but I still get the messages all the time. Like I, I got no idea what it is. I know when, when I do the BYU preview, shout out to welcome to UAB longtime loyal, loyal fan of ours. He, he, that's his favorite episode of the year because I. <laughs> I need to bring. I, I just need to get hammered. I feel like if I'm drunk, I, I actually do it better. Uh, I, answer, I I can read the uh, the Islanders' names because man, that is tough when you're going through BYU's roster.
1: <laughs> my my favorite thing over the last few years, man, as if watching Triple Option football wasn't like enough of a blessing. Watching Service Academies play, watching uh, announcers dance around linebacker Diego Fago's name. Oh game, man, that was like gold. I heard it every which way. <laughs> it was perfect.
0: That is another one. I mean, we were doing play by play in COVID. You know, during COVID, we were we were calling that one on. uh, We did like an NCAA football tournament, and we were doing play by play on the video game because we were creating (laughs) creating our own lines. It was crazy. There was no sports on, so we were deep deep trying to find ways to gamble, and that one was uh, an issue for all me, me, Sean, and Ryan. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The more, the more drinks you
1: get, the more dangerous it becomes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. No transfer portal. Dude, this is one of the most clear cut teams I've seen this whole year. Um, you went through all the teams. Like I don't even really see any of these guys that left that went anywhere impressive. I mean, you got guys going Juco, you got guys going to Nichols, uh, Sam Houston, you mentioned, mentioned. Meanwhile, I got eight power five that I counted that came into uh San Antonio, I think it's pretty clear cut the thing that anybody that knows anything about Roadrunner football, they're gonna, you know, oh, they love Sincere McCormick, but they brought in they brought in Traylon Smith from Arkansas. I think that says enough, but I think it's clear cut. I think they dominated the portal.
0: I agree. And like you said, no one left to even like FBS schools, no one mm-hmm. even left to like, you know, I don't know, South Florida or something, but uh I think they dominated the portal. Now, like I said, if you're watching on YouTube. You see this sweet graphic here. Shout out to the SGPA graphic team. Eight and a half wins is what is projected in Las Vegas from the Roadrunners. Now, uh, on first reaction, without looking at the schedule, I say, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock up the over, right? Wouldn't you what was your first reaction from seeing eight and a half wins as as the win total?
1: I mean, besides like how much I like this team right now. I, I was jumping at it. I, I couldn't wait. And then, I, I you know, we're going to get to. I saw the first three games, and I wanted to chuck my pen across the room. I was, I was pissed. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, they did have the benefit. Well, I remember last year when I was going through, and I locked up the over. They had the benefit of I thought a pretty nice schedule. And I mean, I I, I had them beating Illinois. I know Patty C called me a fool for that one, but they did beat Illinois. But I mean, they didn't. They didn't play a ton of great competition. That's the only. But but hey, you can only win the games on your schedule. You know what I mean? Like right.
1: uh, And and, and beating beating Memphis at the Liberty Bowl. I mean, that's that's one of the hardest places to win. That's low key. That place is tough as hell to win. Yeah, yeah. And
0: that was a wild game, man. Because they Memphis mm -hmm. was up went up big, and UTSA battled back to steal that thing. Uh. By the way, the juice on this, the over's at plus one thirty. So if you're a Roadrunner fan and you say, Hey, we're doing this this year. Man, you got some good juice going your way. The under is at -150. So Vegas leaning to towards an 8 and 4 season from the Roadrunners. Let's get to it. Meep meep. Man, week 1. This game low-key awesome. I know everyone's talking Notre Dame Ohio State. I know everyone's talking Utah Florida, which you know, and I love the backyard brawl. That's probably my favorite because of the the hatred. Um, but this is one of the, the low-key games, or I know people talk at Oregon, Georgia, too, but I actually think this one could be one of the best games of, of, of week one Saturday. Houston travels to the Alamo Dome where David Robinson used to roll down his socks. Um whew, what are you doing here, man? Man,
1: I, I wish this game it wasn't week one because Houston does have Texas Tech on deck but it's hard to say that they're going to look ahead from week one. Um, now I will say in 2014, um, UTSA beat Houston in Houston. Oh, so it, <laughs> I, I mean, love it. It, it. it happened, but um, I, I mean, I kind of got to go with the loss here. Just go in logic game one. They're going to be ready for it. Um, Houston. I feel like the D line is going to be able to stop the run. So uh, I, I got an L
0: that was so impressive about Houston last year that I did not see coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I, I think I was on the over, but I just thought their schedule kind of favorable um, and the defense played their off for Houston. It wasn't most of the time you think Holgerson's offenses fly, man, that defense for the Cougars. Oh man, this game's tough. Cause I, I'll put, I, when I did the Houston preview, I said I had them going one and one being, e- being that they beat either Texas tech or UTSA. I think if I go back and listen to myself, I'm trying to be accurate based on what I, what I recorded before. <laughs> I think I had Houston winning this one and losing to Texas tech. So I will honor that, but man, I think the Alamo dome is going to be lit for this man. I think this, like this, they have something, you know, I know Patty C will bring up like Miami back in the seventies before they really got good. It's just a city that wanted football football's around there. And you can make that comparison to San Antonio. They want football. They want, that's why the XFL is going there. Um, The fan base, this could turn into one of the harder places to play down the road. If they can continue to build that winning culture. Um, Having said that though, I'm on Houston and I can't wait to watch that game. Now week two, man, week two, they go from taking on the air raid uh, to heading up to Mitchie stadium in West point. Oh man. My guy, Jeff Munkin UTSA at army, this game right on the Hudson river there. What are you doing here? my friend, this is like one of the
1: absolute worst spots I've ever seen a team get a service Academy, right? Sandwiched in between in-state big brothers, Houston and Texas. Like how, uh, what, like Jeff Trailer banged the athletic director's <laughs> wife. Like what? The, what happened here when they were making this non-conference schedule?
0: But I um, bet you it was probably done like seven years ago, and they thought like, "Hey Army's a, a hiccup. That's an easy. That's an easy win." And then Monken comes in there and turns them into contenders.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, they'll all be in Russia by then. They won't even have a team.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um I will say at least Jeff Trailer. He they played him in 2019 and they played him in 2020. So they've played him twice under Jeff or with Jeff Trailer. Or did he come in in 2019? Right? No,
0: he came in in 20. Uh, so, so, yeah. so
1: once. Yeah. Once. Right. But they did lose. It was by uh. It was by 12 points. But after the Houston game, being on the road in West Point, uh, yeah, I, I don't see it. I think it's a
0: loss. Wow. I mean, look, this is an awesome game too. I, look, I'm taking UTSA to win this just because. I think they got to win one of the first three. All right. And I know that the road game, that's a far trip too, but yeah. uh, I see, I don't know, man, this is a tough call because you're completely right. This is sandwiched after. So you have the emotional Houston game. Uh, you you know, that the week three game is going to be emotional, which we haven't got to yet, but they take the, take on the Longhorns of Texas. I just say they find a way to get the dub. They beat army. Give me a 38, 35 win in West point Point. one and one. <laughs> 0 and two for Mike. Then they head into uh Daryl, Daryl Royal stadium there uh, in Austin, Texas, take on Texas. Now here's the benefit. And I, I, I should have pulled up this stat, but I did not. So my apologies to the listeners At, the teams that play after playing Alabama have this terrible record. I, I, I know. Cause every time like CBS, Gary Danielson will cover this and say like, yeah, the teams that play Saban the week after, not only they beat up, uh, th- I think that just also they, they, they got worked. So like morale is down, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, Texas lost a couple guys out for the year in the past, like 72 hours, Isaiah Nayer their, uh, their wide receiver that transferred in from Wyoming. And then their, their uh, offensive lineman that had the most starts Of that whole unit out for the year, both of them. Maybe that plays a role. Quinn Ewers, the the (laughs) Bosworth of quarterbacks. Any chance? (laughs) Any chance you got the nerve to call for a roadrunner upset? All
1: right. So, so for one thing, uh, (laughs) Quinn Ewers. I noticed this off season. I think he looks like you remember the Wonder Years. Yes. You remember Wayne Arnold, the big yes. brother. That's <laughs> who I think he looks like a hundred percent. And I, I, I love it. I love if this it. Is, like I hate it's Butch McAllister and It's Wayne Arnold. Those are the two worst big brothers in history. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's, I think it's Wayne Arnold's even worse. Sick ass, and
0: and and with him stealing to like two million dollars basically from Ohio State. (laughs) It's a real way, fitting that move. Yes, yes, fitting that
1: character. Um, I mean, yeah, following Alabama that that is rough. But then also on UTS UTSa's part, you never want to follow anybody. That's true. Play the triple option. (laughs) That is very true. Now look, I'm, I'm wearing the shirt. This is the shirt I wear every football game since every Saturday, since the Texas long, oh, college football. I Horns
0: love it. I love it. Day. I love I can't it. Man. Stand that
1: team. However, <laughs> yeah. after the triple option, I, I don't know how you're ready to go in this one. I don't, I, I, I will say Texas 114th run defense last year. Maybe there's a chance, but That's uh, true. I got the hell man.
0: I agree. I agree. I got I got him losing that one. So, so for you, uh, Mike's already got them three losses. They can't afford another loss based on that number. I got them one and two hoping that now they can, they can find their stride. When uh, Michael Strahan's alma mater, Texas Southern comes in to UTSA week four. I mean, we're, we're going UTSA there, right? We don't even, we can, we can go past this, right?
1: yeah 2 and 8 fcs it's the orange out game i saw on their uh their scheduling notes so yeah they're apparently going to be pumped up for the orange out yeah easy <laughs> win <laughs>
0: uh then friday night shorter shorter week by a little bit they had to jo- i always love the name of this stadium johnny red floyd stadium that just sounds <laughs> like i should be drinking bourbon and smoking cigarettes or something you know what i mean like it's just a perfect i feel like i need to go there in like a corvette like an 80s corvette and just wearing denim I don't know uh it just <laughs> seems cool um any chance MTS MTSU I remember in the I think it was the 20 season they played him close uh in, in uh in this first year there any chance uh in Murfreesboro, I've been to the stadium it's surprisingly at times the fans can't come out to this thing what are you doing here UTSA runs away with it
1: yeah, I mean Rick, Ricky Stock still, you know, he keeps a good program there. Um, but UTSA has won three straight, and I think this is gonna be one of uh MTSU's uh worst, worst teams in a little while here. I think he takes this one pretty easy.
0: I agree. I agree. So that for me then it puts him at three and two for you, two and three. The over still alive. The over is still alive. Then we just saw, or I don't know if folks saw, but Jared Deggy, the the projected starting quarterback of Western Kentucky, who's a transfer from West Virginia via Bowling green. He was not named the starter and he did the classic 2022 move. You know what? Peace out. I'm not the <laughs> starter, <laughs> right? Who knows what can happen in week one. Right? I, I always, I don't know. We could, I could, I sound like an old man here, but I just think that's just crazy to me. Uh, anyway, Western Kentucky, this was the, this was the CUSA championship game a year ago. They come into the Dome, but Zach kitley has gone. Who fired the Bailey Zappy's gone who just had a pretty good preseason game for the Patriots. Any chance you're taking the Hilltoppers as a uh, with an upset there in uh, the Alamo Dome?
1: No. Um you, you better be careful giving people a hard time. I heard that uh Blake Crumb breath or whatever from the other day, <laughs> he's gonna wreck his car. So I, I don't want to hear about I hear about a death on on, on, on the highway out there. But, <laughs> so I, I would they, not feel it easy. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, UTSA got him twice last year and got him in the conference U, 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 uh, USA Championship. And that was a better Western Kentucky team. I love that you get him at home in the Alamo Dome. No, I'm going UTSA.
0: Yeah, I'm all over UTSA here. Then comes a game to the airport. All right, a little layover and Hangar five at Ricardo <laughs> Silver Stadium. Now, look, I like the Mike McIntyre hire. Um, I just don't think it's it's it, it's it's gonna be a little bit of a project. All right. So I think UTSA gets the dub. But I I wouldn't be surprised if, if Mike's got them playing a little chippier and it's a harder win than, than maybe the road runners projected, but give me, give me UTSA. How about yourself?
1: No, everything that I've been tracking on this Florida international team is that they were left kind of in shambles by Butch Davis there. Um, he really, he wanted a lot more money put into that program that they were willing to put into it. Um, and he kind of threw a hissy on his way out the door. So I think Mike, Mike McIntyre has quite a ways to go there to build things back up. I think it's an
0: easy win right on the UTSA rolls at the airport. Uh, then, okay. This one, this one's my most confident one, I think. <laughs> Cause last year the mean green and Seth Luttrell who uh former fullback at Oklahoma. I always loved the fact that uh, when Mike Leach dropped a, a fake playbook, walking into the locker room, Mike, Mike <laughs> Leach was OC of Oklahoma and he purposely dropped a fake playbook. Uh, walking into the locker room, but he had Latrell do it. They practiced this all week. Uh Latrell was the fullback on the team at the time. And then Texas grabbed it. And then Oklahoma went up, I think, twenty-one nothing in that game before Texas realized it was a dummy move. Oh I, it made me a Seth Lattrell fan from the start and a huge Mike Leach fan. But um last year North Texas was the team in Denton, Texas that put it on UTSA. Uh this is a revenge spot, I think. I think they've all the whole team. You mentioned all those seniors. I think they remember that game. I got UTSA big in this game. You, Yeah.
1: For one, if you've ever watched the water boy, you got to clutch those notebooks and never let it go. Hang (laughs) on to that sucker, man. You don't let that thing out of your hands. So they should have known better. They should have known Leach was pulling one over. Lucky didn't lock him in a closet like he did with (laughs) his players back in the day. (laughs) My favorite Mike Leach story there. That's (laughs) mine.
0: There's Uh, a lot. There's a lot out
1: there. (laughs) Yeah. um, yeah, North Texas, they've kind of had UTSA's number a little bit. They've uh, won four the last five, but I mean, you said it. Uh, UTSA waited a little bit to release their homecoming game on the schedule, and it just came out recently. Their homecoming game is this game. They are going to put it on North Texas yeah, it's done deal. They're 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 done there. I'm I'm betting the spread too.
0: I'm laying yes, whatever me too. is laying. Me too here. So so that puts us at the bye week. So at the bye week, I got them sitting there at what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six and two. You got them at five and three. Very much alive on the over. The positive juice. They get a bye week and then they head. This is a sneaky game. Uh they get the, I think they they put the bye week there at a good spot. You know, like right before they, they head to uh, the new stadium down there in Birmingham, protective stadium to take on UAB. But all of a sudden, you know, I, I kind of looked at this as a loss earlier, but bill Clark's gone. And I wonder, I know there was an article just released about, you know, what happened there. And I know he had some crazy back surgery, but it also seemed like he was kind of wanting to, to get out of there anyway. So it makes me wonder about, I mean, I think they're, they're very talented. I actually think they're probably aside from UTSA, they're probably the most talented team in the CUSA. So it, it makes me think, okay, well you, you, UAB could grab that win, but what do you make of, of, of Clark leaving and potentially, you know, will they be as good and as sound as they traditionally are? Will they be better? I mean, I don't know. They do have a game. They're coming off of a game at Florida Atlantic, which Taggart's team supposed to be pretty good this year. Who knows? I'd probably be the most penalized again. What are you doing here though? <laughs>
1: I hate Willie Taggart. Man. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So this, I was the same way I was looking at this game and I was thinking, man, that's, I like that they get the buy, but that might be a loss there. Um, and then, and then, yeah, the news with Bill Clark broke. And I was like, man, that, that sucks. And I thought back to OU last year when Sullits retired and um, the OC took over, Tim Albin took over and yeah. I was like, okay, you know, they're going to be all right. It's right. He's been there with Solitz forever. He's followed them around forever. So, you know, they're just going to pick up and they're going to go. And then, Oh, you just fell off the face of the earth. I mean, they lost to Duquesne. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> honestly, I can't think of a coach that meant more to a college football program than Bill Clark meant to UAB with bringing them back, resurrecting them from nothing and bringing them back to playing college football and being a good team. Um, I think it's going to take its toll. I think UTSA gets it done here.
0: I think I'm with you. I think had he not stepped down, I actually think I would have called for the upset here. Mm -hmm. I think now that that he's gone, I think I like, I think I like UTSA to to come in there and get that win. I do think that is their, one of their most important games on the, uh, on the season there though, within the conference, if you're, if you're trying to make a case for like, okay, uh, personally, I, before he stepped down, I thought this would be the conference championship. Now I'm kind of like, who is going to be that second team in the CUSA? Um, Could it be the Hilltoppers again? I don't know. Could it be Willie Taggart and Florida Atlantic? I mean, they, from a talent, uh, if you just look at the talent perspective, you know, Florida Atlantic should be somewhere in that mix. Uh, But I don't know. I mean, uh, who do you think the second best team is just before we dive into the rest?
1: Um, yeah, if if not UAB, I I think it's actually going to be Florida Atlantic. Um, I, I'm kind of high on them this year. I, I think they're they're coming out of nowhere. I forget the odds. I kind of like their odds to uh, win the Conference USA. Like, I, I think UTSA honestly would beat them heads up. But I think they have the talent to hang with anybody. I like that. Uh, I remember watching that Netflix show, Last Chance U, and then the next thing I know, <laughs> I'm watching Lane Kiffin coach – all of those dudes <laughs> <laughs> on Florida Atlantic and I think Willie Taggart kind of like picked up that and uh you know brings in Nicosi Perry I think he's 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 a he's a fun thing waiting to happen in college football so I'm kind of on FAU if I'm being honest I'm not really high on many other teams the only other team that I think could shock some te- some people is uh Charlotte just with all of the returning talent there
0: Yeah I was going to say the same thing but what's great about this schedule uh, I- from a, from a conference schedule, projective uh, perspective, I'm sorry, uh, is that uh, they do not play FAU or Charlotte. Exactly. So, so I mean, you're kind of like, Hey, well, pretty much I think you, you can pencil in UTSA to play for the championship. Anyway, uh, the next game, November 12th, interesting game. And I'm actually going to say this, this one could be more than what people think. Um, and I'm going to say, this is the sling game of the season here. Uh, So with that being said, uh, let me tell you folks it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN, Two, ESPN, three sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream it on any device. You can record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You could pause or change your service at any time. Check out Sling.com for special offer. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. Yeah, this is an interesting one to me. I mean, you have this overhaul. You have going from a skip Holtz offense, where actually surprisingly last year they they were kind of a pass heavy team, which is rare for Holtz. I feel, you know, I'm an ECU guy. I saw him a lot. He, a lot of grounded pound. But uh here, here we are with La Tech, and Sonny Combi comes in over there. He, he brings a couple guys with him from the air raid at the quarterback spot. I do think this team probably because when I look back at last year's La tech team, they were terrible from a record point of view, but they were in a lot of games. They should have beat Mike Leach and Mississippi state week one. They blew a 20 point fourth quarter lead uh, and missed a game winning field goal uh then they SMU had a conver- converted Hail Mary on them. And I don't know if you remember that Hail Mary, like it basically oh, yeah. deflected to the other part of the end zone. <laughs> and one yeah. guy was standing there alone <laughs> uh, and and then a seven point loss at NC State. and then the wheels kind of started to fall off three point loss at ODU. But I do think that team from a talent perspective is more talented than probably most realize. Uh, like they it wasn't that long ago, I think just a couple of years ago they played or uh, they were, they were winning bowl games, like five, six straight years. So uh, I do think they'll rebound a little bit faster. And I think that they, they better not fall asleep. UTSA better not. I'm taking UTSA. I'm just saying tread lightly because I think Cumbies going to walk into a team that's probably more talented than, than people think based off the record.
1: Yeah. And you're catching them later in the season. Once he's uh, gotten a chance to get things going there. there. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you're on the road, you play UAB and then you get a big win and you, you kind of think like, okay, now we can kind of hit cruise control. So college football world, this is a really, really dangerous spot against a La Tech team that, like you said, has talent, but probably isn't going to show it with their record. So um, I'm going to go with UTSA because I'm a believer in the football gods and karma, and I don't really think Skip Holtz should have been fired. I, I agree. <laughs> so I'm not going to give La Tech this one, yeah. but it is a dangerous spot
0: completely agree. Uh so man, we got them cruising here. Then they head to Rice Stadium and this is an interesting spot where they catch Rice because it's a big year for Mike Bloomgren there. He could be fired by this point if he's not there or um, um, if they're not winning. So, on the road in Houston, Texas taking on Rice, I think they roll. What do you how about you?
1: Yeah, they got him by 45 last year. They pitched a shutout against Rice. They've won six straight. Um, yeah, I think they put it on him. I, I kept thinking that Bloomgren was really going to turn Rice around, and uh, I'm not letting him uh, get me anymore. I'm, I'm not buying into it. I think he's done.
0: I kind of thought so too. There was a couple games in like his first couple of years where they lost, but they lost like it was like they they played good, and I was like, he's going to turn them around. I don't mm-hmm. know anymore. I think I'm selling that stock. Uh, final game of the season, regular season that is for UTSA, the UTEP Miners. I like this as a rivalry game but uh, I'm kind of not high on UTEP this year. Last year, I thought it was a little bit of fool's gold, but I hope that program gets, keeps getting better. But uh, I think they roll UTEP in the, in the dome. How about you?
1: Yeah, I think, I think the same thing too. I'm really not high on UTEP this year. Um, I I think UTSA rolls them up. I I, I don't think this is even going to be much of a game.
0: I agree. And this is my thing on why we should bet this. I think there's only four losable games probably on this schedule. When I look at this, it's the UAB game, Texas army in Houston. Now, sure. I think La tech will be better than what people think. I think Western Kentucky is going to take a step back, middle Tennessee. Maybe you can make a case because stock still, I do think is, is a, is a good coach, but I think like what, what if we're wrong? If, I mean, if, if UTSA beats Houston week one, I feel like you've cashed your ticket.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, they could win, they could win one of those first two games. They could start off one and two and then you're really looking fine. Um, everything else. I mean, even UAB, we already talked about it with Bill Clark. Plus they got the bye week before.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: this is, this is a really good, like a really bad non-conference schedule to get. Cause it's terrible. Every spot sucks. Yeah. But, um, the, the conference schedule lines up perfect. You get all winnable games on the road except for the UAB thing. Um, that one's tough, but then you get the tougher teams, your Western Kentucky, you you get them at home. So uh, North Texas, who's owned you lately, you get them at home. So I think this uh, conference schedule lines up really, really well.
0: Yeah. I mean, the fact, like we said, they don't get FAU or Charlotte, which might be the second and third best teams in the conference. I mean, I probably think UAB will still be in that mix somewhat, but UTSA is plus two ten to win the CUSA. Uh, look, I understand like they're still the favorites, but I'm snatching some of that. I'm snatching some of that because I think they are the best team. I think they're definitely gonna be playing in that game. So you're telling me you're going to get a team that you think is definitely going to be in that game. And you're at plus two ten. sign me up for that. And cause they'll probably be hosting that game. CUSA USA doesn't do like uh, the neutral site. Hey, go to uh Charlotte or whatever, you know, go, go to wherever they're playing at, at the dome. If, if UTSA can handle their business, um, So I like them plus 210. I like the over. Mike likes the over. I think I might lock this thing, man. Is that you think that's crazy for me to to say as a as a lock here? I don't I don't think so at all. I'm I'm really on the fence with the lock
1: just because I am really nervous about those first three games and it's conference USA where anything can happen. But this team is they are more the more you look into them, the more talented they are. I really think with with how bad the conference USA really kind of is these days, they should run away with these games. Yeah, I don't think like, plus one thirty; those odds are crazy. I think it could be a lock.
0: No, plus plus two thirty-two on the uh, on oh, them to, uh, to win to, to win, win the also. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, you really I think
1: that's a lock bet. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I think like get on over there, meet meet people. Um, all right, folks, I'm on the over. He's on the over. Subscribe to the college football experience. Remember, also, you can watch us on YouTube, folks. Uh, so get on, get on over there, all right? YouTube.com slash the college experience. And remember, subscribe to the college basketball experience too. We love college hoops. You know, we talk college basketball year round there, we talk college football year-round here, and remember to check out my my guy Mike's uh podcast. I'm telling you. Right there, I got it right there. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can give Mike a follow on Twitter at gcg underscore wins, and he is the host of the Coastal Covers podcast. So check out that uh, he is as knowledgeable as they come. So check it out. I really appreciate you hopping on the show, Mike. So please come back and talk either UTSA or something. Maybe we'll talk. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to get you back on talking some more college football, man. You
1: um, anything you got? I'm in for it.
0: <laughs> there we go, brother. Um, folks uh, give the college football experience, a follow on Twitter at uh, TCE on SGPN. Give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D uh, give Patty C a follow at Patty C a three, NC Nick at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience. And if you can get, get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review remember, uh, I know you were talking about, I forget dragon breath or whatever Kratom breath (laughs) giving us a shitty review. We need a balance. We need to fight back. All right, come on folks, get on over there. If you do give us a five-star review, take a little screenshot of your review and uh, show it to us on Twitter. And if you do that, uh, we're basically going to get, we're going to pull a David Stern here. You're going to, you're going to be entered in a raffle, but you will win. (laughs) All right. At some point here, Over there. So just do it. You're going to win a gift card to the SGPN merch store. So uh, you'll have a lot of access there to pick whatever you want, get whatever you can get the wife a shirt. All right. I'm sure she'll be thankful. Um, A a nice college football experience shirt. My wife, she, she always wants me to bring home one of those. Uh, Also check out all of our other stuff going on sports gambling podcast. They're doing the NFL futures, going through all 32 NFL teams, going team by team, talking win totals, talking, you know, uh, what players to watch out for, and also check out the NFL gambling podcast and the fantasy foot. If your fantasy football draft's right around the corner, you going to check out the fantasy football gambling podcast. It's summertime. What else? MLB gambling podcast. Check that out. See, uh, look, we're football nuts. I watch the CFL. Check out the CFL gambling podcast. All right, so uh, check out all the golf gambling podcast. Obviously, just a crazy weekend. If you get the SGPN app, you'll have access to all of our shows because I'm forgetting a bunch. But also, another thing is hop in the Discord channel. Go to slash Discord. You can talk college uh, football, college basketball, whatever, whatever, college baseball. I know UTSA had a great win this offseason on the college baseball front. Any sport you can think of, all right? It, mo- it could be a monster truck rally going on in friggin', uh, I don't know, Belgium. And I'm sure we got you covered in the uh, Discord channel. So hop in there, sweat out some bets with us. Or or just kick back and talk sports with us. It's a lot of fun. So
1: all right. Jeff folks. Trailer. Jeff Trailer sounds like he would be a monster truck driver over in Bay, Belgium.
0: That is true. Uh, that is true. I could yeah. totally see that. I could totally see Jeff Trailer behind uh you know, one of those gigantic things with a, a, a fire flame painted on the front of it. You know what I mean? Shout exactly. out to Jeff Trailer. He's doing a hell of a good <laughs> job. I can't wait to watch UTSA this year. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, Meep Meep style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. What the fuck did
1: I do wrong? And sometimes it may good. Sometimes it may shit. Happy Olympics.
0: It doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. It's easy to see a tide turn.